This is e-commerce FM, the e-commerce SEO podcast with Rob Carey and Matt Young. So welcome back then to another episode of e-commerce FM, the SEO e-commerce podcast. My name is Matt Young, one of your co-hosts, and the other one is Rob Carey. Hello, Rob. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, really good. Thanks, mate. Uh, another busy week in the Young household. How's it been in the Kerry household? Yeah, it's been interesting, actually. I've been working on a very large website with about a million pages indexed in Google and uh, just trying to help them surface more of those pages in the search results. So the usual fun and games. Yeah, absolutely. I love the fact you said a million pages and you're probably not even joking, are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today's chosen topic is structured data and feature snippets. Now, this is this is something you can really get your teeth into. It's quite a short topic, but I think we can dig quite deep. So um, I'm going to kick off then and just ask the obvious question. Rob, tell us what structured data is, please. Well, it's a way of helping search engines to understand your content and your data that's on your web pages So you can basically add special data attributes to your existing HTML, or you can add some JavaScript to your page, and you can use that to highlight the important data within that page using a rigid and standardized format that the search engines know will always be the same kind of format so they can use this data for interesting things. For example, you know, how many grams of flour in a cake recipe, or how many stars out of five a reviewer rated your product. Um, And then there's also feature snippets as well, which are almost the opposite, really. It's data that Google extracts from your own website or from key knowledge sources as well. And it aims to answer a user's question within the search results so the the user doesn't even have to click through to a different web page. But even though that's their intent, they actually have really high click-through rates on these featured snippets, sometimes more than being placed number one uh, in the search results. So it's worth going to the pain of basically letting Google to steal your content to answer these questions. <laughs> I love the way you say letting Google steal your content. <laughs> so more specifically then, how constructed data help e-commerce websites? Well, there's two main reasons to use structured data on e-commerce sites, in my opinion. It's either to increase the trust in your brand or it's to provide information in the hope that someone will later on convert into becoming a customer of yours. So Trust is mostly down to providing review data because people are getting more and more skeptical websites these days and they want to find something that gives them trust and publishing your product reviews and company reviews on your website is a way of doing that. And if you use structured data, it helps search engines to understand them. If it's implemented correctly, you can have those yellow star ratings appear next to your search listings and they have a much higher click-through rate than a standard organic listing. And it also makes the person more likely to convert because they see this peer review. Even though they don't know these other people that are reviewing your products, they trust that multiple people have said, oh, actually, this really helped me. This is the right product for me. We talked about this before, actually, about implementing reviews on your website. But it's also about providing information to users uh, as a huge sales opportunity. You know, it's basically looking at content marketing, which is a topic that we'll talk about in our next episode. And we want to offer the user as much information for free as we can in an easy to digest format. And this will attract links, which will help your SEO and also boost your brand recognition. If your website is always the one coming up for people's search results, 
not only will people start to recognize you as an authority brand in your space, but also you'll start to appear higher up in that person's search result because of personalized web search. Google recognizes that you that that user prefers your website and therefore your website appears higher up in certain uh, search rankings. You know, you can use structured data to surface information in uh, special Google search listings, and these have much higher click-through rates, as I said, than the traditional organic links. So can you give some examples of what structured data a site could actually use then, Rob? Well, if you're a food website, so you sell um, a a food product or a food appliance, you could publish recipes on your website that use your food appliance or include your ingredient. Uh, And that recipe information can have structured data in it, which will help highlight it in Google search results. If you're a home improvement on an electronics e-commerce store, you could publish how-to articles about how to use your products uh, for certain things. And you can wrap those in structured data as well and that will appear very prominently in Google search results. And if there's common questions that your customers quite often ask you about your products, you could wrap those in an FAQ schema uh, for structured data. And that'll mean that if people Google the questions, then you're more likely to come up for those as well. There's a whole host of possibilities, and you can see a full list of the structured data options on the website schema.org. That's S-C-H-E-M-A.org. Excellent stuff. So once you've implemented this structured data, what benefits do you get? So Google's more likely to surface your content near the top of their results and more prominently as well for certain queries. For example, an electronics store's article on how to change a plug or a customer search for does your store offer next day delivery or a gym clothing website's content about what Lycra is made out of. Even things like recipes can bolster your brand and also the links that you get into your website. You mentioned that featured snippets are different. In what kind of way, Rob? So featured snippets are often seen at the top or the top right of search results. It would actually say underneath it, featured snippet. It's a a separate box, often with an image from the source page, the page where where the content came from. And they're mostly shown for questions or when Google thinks that the search is a question. For example, a search for kombucha isn't a question, but the searchers usually want to know what kombucha is. So most of the search results are answering the question, what is kombucha? The answers either come from Google's knowledge graph, which is basically just 99% Wikipedia that they've just ripped out, or uh, content on somebody's website. So how can you get your content into a featured snippet then? Well, it's usually pretty simple, actually. You know, if you sell yoga hot pants, for example, you want to have a H2 heading tag on your landing page for yoga hot pants. And that H2 heading tag should say, what are yoga hot pants? Question mark. And if you have that near the top of your landing page and have one or two paragraphs of content directly underneath it, and the first paragraph starts with yoga hot pants are dot, 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 then you've got a very high chance of appearing in featured snippets because of that. So you say a high chance. So if I do that, will I get a featured snippet for sure? Sometimes it's not guaranteed. It's more likely if you're already ranking the top 10 search results for a certain search term. Uh, Also, if there's already a featured snippet on the search result, you'll probably need better links than the current website that features in that featured snippet in order to knock them off. 
Google only shows them on some search results. It's about one in 10 searches has a featured snippet at the top of that search result. And they're mostly shown for searches where the user might not know what something is. For example, if you Google business insurance, it probably won't show a featured snippet because business insurance is quite obvious what it is. But it might show if someone searched for public indemnity insurance because it's something that people are less likely to know about and therefore they might want that information from a featured snippet. There's no way to force a featured snippet. It is possible to uh, get a featured snippet on a search result that doesn't currently have one because it might just be that no other website uh, gives the information needed to activate that featured snippet. I have successfully gained a featured snippet on a search result before that didn't have one. And I've also knocked off another website which had a featured snippet before and replaced it with my client's featured snippet. That's why people hire you, isn't it, Rob? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so okay let's, let's wrap, wrap up this episode because there's some really great content in there uh, just in simple human terms when when a customer of yours lands on google and they see that box below with the featured snippet in it you are naturally drawn towards that so is, is there anything else to uh, is there anything else to it rob basically well there's so many different types of structured data it's really hard to go through it in a single episode and it's uh, down to what each specific business offers so I'd recommend visiting schema.org the website I mentioned before and basically doing a brainstorming session about what useful content you could publish on your site which also fits with one of these structured data formats and you can also test your structured data Uh, using a tool by Google. So if you just search for Google Rich Results Test, you can find a tool where you enter your URL and Google will tell you what structured data they can see on your web page so you know whether it's been implemented correctly. Um, They can tell you if there's any errors with that. And they'll also tell you if it's likely to be considered for inclusion by them in one of their rich search results. Uh, But next week, we're going to dive a little bit deeper and talk about content marketing as a whole, uh, ideas for content on your website, and also whether you should or shouldn't have a blog on your e-commerce website. Fantastic stuff. Uh, As you know, Rob, and as uh, our listeners hopefully know, know, I'm a a content marketer, I'm a digital marketer, so I am particularly looking forward to getting my teeth into next week's topic. So that's it for today then. Uh, As always, do have a look at our website, ecommerce.fm. The full script, the transcript from today's show will be on there uh, alongside your uh, possibility to re-listen to the show as well. Our social media links are on there as well. And of course, there's ways for you to get in touch. You can email us directly via the website. And the other thing we always love is of course five-star reviews now you may not want to give a five-star review but obviously we'd love you to and the more you do that the more chances we have in seo terms of getting found by other people that would love to listen to this podcast so whatever you're listening to it on whichever platform you're using uh, please leave us a generous review there it is very much appreciated Uh, but until next week have a wonderful week and uh, rob you look after yourself too my friend you too and speak to you soon this is e-commerce fm the e-commerce SEO podcast with Rob Carey and Matt Young.